Welcome Spartans to Mission Debrief! We're playing every mission of the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order, discussing our experiences and sprinkling in a little lore along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read on the show, email us at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. We'll be playing the High Charity Mission on the next episode. This episode, we're debriefing Uprising from Halo 2. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside David Arnold. Hello, everybody. And Krista Brown. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Chief and the, uh, on the last mission, <laughs> Chief and the Arbiter came face-to-face with the Grave Mind. After a quick powwow with the assimilated 22401 Penitent Tangent, the Prophet of Regret, um, and Gravy Poo, Chief is set to uh. high charity uh, via portal in order to track down the Prophet of Truth amidst the initial skirmish of the Great Schism. This mission, fresh off his enlightening conversation with Gravemind, the Arbiter is transported outside the Delta Halo's control room to chase down the Index before it can be used to fire the Halo. Thel must fight through a contingent of brutes, but gets a little help from his Sangheili brethren on the way to intercept Tartarus. The date of the game is November 3rd, 2552. So we have a little short cutscene um, here. Just uh, getting dropped off, essentially. <laughs> um, do you guys... So that the in the distance there, that's the control room, right? Yes. And the control room is where the, actually the, the index needs to be in order to activate the halo. Is that right? I believe yes. so. Okay. I was looking at it right away, and I was like, hmm, that looks kind of familiar. Do, did we ever see it like that in Halo CE? Or are we... No, not really. It's it's kind of different because Halo CE's one is like in a ravine at the very end, up against the wall. So like you, don't, it's not open in the snow like, like this one is. Yeah, covered oh, in the snow. Oh right. It's 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 uh, it's against the cliff and the snow level. Okay. Yeah. So they're not all. You know, we've talked about you know the the halos kind of being carbon copies of each other. They're not necessarily exactly the same. There's little little tweaks yeah. here and there. Um, I like uh, you know I love the seeing the building in the in the distance so i think they did a great job there and um it also gives you a sense of kind of where you're going right away because you are just kind of like swirling down you know this hill to try to get down towards the control room um so you pop out and then you grab a uh, plasma rifle right away and then you keep going and then you grab your energy sword you start to see some dead elites you're like oh okay here we go so you're just you know, we just we've experienced some of the schism on Chief's end um, in the last mission, but now we're now we're in the schism. Now we're part of the schism as Arbiter. So the first couple, you know, you see some brutes right, right away, and they don't necessarily know you're there because you just came in via portal. Do you guys try to do stealth right away, or or do you kind of just kind of depends on the difficulty, like yeah it, it just it can be difficult to go gung ho against the brutes straight up especially at the very start you don't have anywhere to retreat to there's mm-hmm. not a lot of weapons around either so i try and still to some of them as soon as i can yeah krista do you stealth no i just murdered them <laughs> <laughs> sounds like krista sounds about right um so if you they take a couple swords though right like a couple energy swords to kill them it depends. I think it's just one if they're normal and two if they're crazy. Oh, yeah. So I guess we didn't talk about that um, in the last episode, how they go berserk. 
So when they go berserk, they charge at you, the brutes we're talking about, but do they, are they also stronger? Like, are they harder to kill? Yeah. Yeah, they get a bit tougher. Yeah, I think so. They do yeah. get legitimately tougher. They just, t- they just take more okay. hits. Yeah. Um, so best, obviously, to to kill them before they go berserk. Um, do you get another question? Do you know what triggers them to go berserk? Is it just like a little bit of damage? You know, they don't have health bars, obviously. Mm-hmm. Some games that we play nowadays do have health bars, but I'm wondering if it's like maybe they get down to like, I don't know, half below half health and they take off or. No, it's when there's only one of them left in the group. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's real annoying. <laughs> yeah, they, they are super annoying, especially on harder difficulties. They just come up and one-shot you. Yeah. yeah. It's great. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just kind of winding around here in this little, I don't know, what we're in, like a kind of a woodsy area, woodsy chasm area. Uh, but then you see some brutes firing up above you. Um, and so you kind of, you know, I think I took them out with my plasma rifle. Um, and maybe hucked a couple of grenades up there and then and then climbed up and around. And then um, and then you get inside the door and then your buddy, your elite buddy pops out. You're like, all right, let's go. Um, I didn't catch exactly what he said, but he more or less said, says, you know, all right, the brutes are here. They're, you know, they betrayed us. Let's go. Let's go kill them all. <laughs> yep. And then some drop pods fire behind you as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, is there a... Are there specific elites that, that, that come with you the entire time? Because I did notice some different... Um, like, I think there was an honor guard at one point that was Yeah, you can me. get a, go com- a few different types. Okay. I think initially you have three blue and one um, gold. Okay. Yeah. It'll change on the difficulty gold. and stuff. And yeah, I guess. Ones that are yeah, I was on normal, so... Yeah. It is fun, though, um, seeing... The, I, I felt like I got a little... Like, this is the point where I felt better about Arbiter... You know, like you've seen all this this crap go on, and you're still kind of unsure of him. You're playing as him, but you kind of want to play as chief. But now that you get to like be a part of the schism and take on the brutes, and then when you meet up with your buddies, and they're, and they're like, "All right, let's go," um, there's a little drum roll in the background. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. No, you can It's a lot of it's a lot of sad music, and then it kind of works up to the ba 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 later in the mission. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good. I, I was I felt I felt ready to go take on the brutes after I after I heard a little that you know just a little drum roll in the background, drum roll. Let's get some buddies together. I think I was rolling like you know four or five guys at one point and some grunts. Although some of the grunts that you meet, they're not very helpful. <laughs> yeah. No, they usually just die instantly yeah. or they hide. But I think this mission really makes you feel for the elites. Mm-hmm. Like I think this is the first time where you really feel part of the covenant. Yes. Because all of the other missions, you've kind of been Arbiter, Solo, kind of doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But this one makes you really feel a part of what's going on in the action. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Cause you're... Like, you have, a, you have a cause. It's not just, get the index. Then you're like, well, Chief's trying to get the index, so I don't really want to get the index. Well, I think... But now now it's like, same, same cause. Yes, kind of exactly. Thing. Yeah, before, you were like, well, why am I on the bad guy's team? <laughs> and now yeah. it makes more sense, right? Um, I got a... There's a Cowardly Grunt achie- achievement. Did you guys get that at all? I'm sure um, I did at some stage. Okay, so it pops for me this time. Around. Did you get it, Krista? There's a, if, you, if you're if you kind of in this area, there's a Grunt in the corner just 
cowering, saying, you know, he's scared of the grunt, uh, the brutes, essentially, and go on without me. I'll, I'll, I'll watch your back. <laughs> I saw him, but I didn't get the achievement, so I might have gotten it. Yeah, you probably popped it before. Almost all of these achievements I'm getting are rare to, or are they called rare achievements? That's with the different, uh, yeah, the noise. Yeah, with the different bing yeah. bong. Like that means that nobody's <laughs> nobody. A lot of people are playing. I think Master Chief Collection, but nobody's getting these little onesie twosie achievements. And a lot of them are worth like five points or whatever. But still fun to hear that chime. Um. So then we get into that room. Well, we go a little further into this little structure that we're at. Um. And then um, there's some kind of some grunts down below or some brutes down below. Um. Actually, a bunch of brutes down below in this one area. Um. And then we kind of proceed into that room where it's like stair-stepped floors, like we have to jump down. Um, yeah, yeah. And that that one, I really like that encounter. Um, but it, but it's weird because you're like, am I supposed to be going down here? You almost feel like you're going the back way. Uh, well, and then the doors on either side open, but then they don't right, go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> so it does force you down that way. Um, and you have some jackals down there, and then um, kind of a combination of jackals and brutes, and then a ton of brutes down at the bottom, all firing their brute shot um, grenade launchers at you. Um, and that's a that's a fun one. I did. I kind of again, we're playing a normal, so I think I just jumped down and you know just kind of clear, cleared the area out. Were you guys more careful, David? Were you careful, or did you? Um, I you sometimes like to mess. With, yeah, I like to sometimes mess with these guys. Like grenades are really good in this encounter, and because mm-hmm. they don't really have a lot of places to go. Um, you can push the kind of, they're like explosive barrels almost, for lack of a better term. You can push them off the edge and use them to set off chain reactions underneath you. So I like to try mm-hmm. and do that because um, it doesn't work that well on the higher difficulties. But if you're low enough, you can kill a bunch of dudes by just dropping yeah. those um, canisters down. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. A slightly different mechanic. I wanted the ground pound in this room. Oh, oh yeah. that would have been amazing. <laughs> if you haven't played Halo 5, there's a fun new mechanic that you fly in the air and then yeah slam into the ground not really a spoiler because it's not lore spoiler spoiler. but (laughs) um something cool that you get to do later on down the road um so yeah you kind of clear out this area and then um actually the next room is where there's a bunch of brutes and jackals so i misspoke i kind of got out of order there but the next room is where the brutes and the jackals are and there's a turret down there um but like you're just you're going through this area this i mean this whole mission is just brutes and jackals pretty much um and you you take down a whole bunch of them along the way and once you get past this next part is where you finally get outside which is cool yep um did you pick up the fuel rod did you guys pick up the fuel rod krista do you like that do you like fuel rod or not i don't know if we've talked much about fuel rod we've talked about existence but no. not using it i'm more of a precision person yeah. so i was carrying around a carbine with carbine and energy sword okay. with me david what were you rolling with i like it i like the fuel rod if i can get it i pick it up yeah, and then it's always a um, you always want to find more ammo because I feel like I just I I, I fire it. I just spam much. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And I'm always short on ammo, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'll pick up this plasma pistol because I need something else. <laughs> I do like the uh, where the door opens there, um, and I think there's a jackal there and a brute right away, um, and then you kind of come down a little ways in that that hill. And this ghost, I think the encounter is different because I, I died a couple times here. I'm just probably trying to run through through it too fast. Um, but that ghost will, like, come in and, like, slam other people. <laughs> or it yep. will just, like, park nicely. Like, it just depends on whatever the AI is doing at the time. Yeah. Um, 
but that brute just comes hauling in on that ghost. Did you guys hijack ghosts, or did you um, did you kind of hoof it a little ways? David, you, did you do ghost right away? Oh, yeah, ghost straight away. Instant ghost, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, the ghosts are so much fun, and it's nice in this little corridor area. I noticed a shotgun. Why are shotguns here? It's so weird. Yes, one of the brutes just click-clocked the hell out of me with a did shotgun. He? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's, <I've, laughs> I was so confused. It's a very brute weapon, though. I, I, I could see them liking it and just taking it with them that's true that's a good point well eventually they get the maulers which are basically shotguns that's true. but i guess for this game they just gave them human shotguns mm-hmm. for some reason yeah and you can find so there's a brute here that has a shotgun and then when you proceed further on there's a bunch of shotguns and you can get a bunch of ammo and stuff so yeah i mean i like that it makes sense that they would like they would like that as a brutal weapon something that they would want to use um, yeah, but, but it's annoying <laughs> well, right, yeah, but they take actually. So if you, I picked up the shotgun, and they can take a couple of shotgun shots to the face <laughs> before they go down. <laughs> and the the, the reticle t- too, I noticed, um, doesn't turn. You know how if you aim on somebody and on an enemy, it turns red. You have mm-hmm. to get to a certain distance close to them before it actually turns red, so before it does any damage. That's true. Um. Yeah, so go. I, mean, I feel like we're blazing through this mission, but it's really kind of a quick mission, right? Um, you hop on this ghost and then just kind of follow the stream down, right? Yeah, you got all those yeah. jackal snipers and that mysterious specter. Oh, then the specter yeah, pops the up. Super That's right. spooky specter. I found it. Did you I jump saw on it, guys. Did you try it to exists. hijack it? No, I murdered it. <laughs> I was. I was like, I don't want. I that. was planning to hijack it, but then I think somebody, one of the jackals destroyed it behind me or something like that so i was sad i wanted to drive it do you usually do you usually hijack it david no i always ignore it or oh you do just kind of yeah. cruise through are, do you kind of cruise, cruise through this whole mission it. do you just kind of um, through it? it kind of depends most sometimes depends the kind of mood i'm in if i like fighting i'll fight through it mm-hmm. and but if it's on higher difficulties most of the time i'm just running boosting the whole way through yeah and it's again you know we're all playing it normal so it's easier to do that Hmm. Uh, on this in this area um i do like i mean this this part of the mission makes it does feel a little bit bigger or at least a little longer of a mission because you are going down the stream um in the ghost um you get to that blockade part um and i just kind of cruise through it i think it wants you to stop i think i remember on the higher difficulties i had to stop and get out and um snipe all those jackals that are up top on that bridge um krista are you cruising through this whole time too or are you trying to clear out clear out everybody no i killed you everyone <laughs> just with your ghost <laughs> yeah, yeah. or are you hopping off uh i hopped off a couple of times when there was a bunch of brutes and just sat back and killed them all with my carbine because yeah. once you're far enough away most of their weapons aren't effective yeah that's true um yeah this is this is a mission you know you, you can cruise through it but there isn't a huge sense of urgency i feel like the music you know, sometimes in, in the missions, the music is kind of more upbeat, and it's like, okay, we got to go, 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 we got to go to get to the objective, but this one, it's, you know, it's nice being in the ghost, but it doesn't, it feels like you can also take your time if you want to. Um, the music is almost somber mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. It's less of, it's less of, I need to get to my object- objective as fast as I can, and more of, I need to clear out as many brutes to help my friends. Right. Yep. Yep, very true. 
Um, so the stream keep going down the stream here, and you um, eventually the stream drops off. There's a, a sniper or two up top. Um, usually there's like a log or something like that in the middle of the stream. Um, you can clear out that jackal. Another one usually on the side, <clears throat> and then it drops off. And this is kind of like a little base area. And this is essentially the end of the mission right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've forgotten that. So you get you kind of pop down, and there's I mean there's lots of enemies, so you can't really take your time and look around. Um, you know, it's not until you kind of get towards the end that you realize that this is just a small little encampment, really. Um, yeah, it's got cause, two wraiths, so like there's yes. a lot going on. Yep, yep, you got those wraiths down below. But you can't, you have to go up top. So you, you can go down below um, into the other area, but that's where the wraiths are camped out. And you can't, at least I couldn't, find a spot where you could actually jump up to clear that area. Um, it seemed like you still had to kind of run through, run around the area, you know, kind of clear out about the brutes and then run through that armory do you guys know of another way of doing it or or no i think that's maybe i think that's the only way up yeah. so you really don't have to go down if you don't want to you can just stay on the ledges and run right into the building mm -hmm. do you go i just ignored yeah, the i was rates. gonna say did you i just went them? right through you went, you went ignored. No. nice um but there are a lot of um <laughs> actually on kind of on that ledge area when you're kind of getting around it and, and going through the armory did you notice that the brutes are just hucking grenades? Did they huck grenades for you? Yeah. Yes. So many grenades. Crazy. I had like three or four around yeah. me at once. I was like, what the <laughs> heck, guys? Yeah. Grenade spamming. I didn't think brutes really threw that many grenades. I mean, they were in the earlier part of the mission, a little bit here and there, but everybody, they were just chucking them. <laughs> um, usually there's a ghost that pops up. One of them hops in a ghost and kind of comes over to your area here, too. Um, and I, th I feel like I've, I've died multiple times just, you know, being next to the ghost and it exploding in my face. Um, but if you take your time in this area, it's not terrible. It's not too bad, even on the higher difficulties, I feel like. Um, and then we kind of get through that little land bridge and into the armory, which is kind of weird because you don't really need all that stuff. Like, it's cool seeing all the, all of the weapons, um... But you're basically but at you, the end yeah, of the mission yeah, anyway. <laughs> so I don't know why they throw those those weapons at you. Maybe just so it feels like... Because I think the objective it does say um, raise the brute encampment. So that must be where the brutes are just hanging out. So it makes sense that they had an armory there. So maybe yeah, that's that's what totally. they're going for. Um, what did you what did you guys pick up? Chris, what did you pick up in the armory? Beam rifle. Oh, beam rifle. Okay. Yeah, they had a couple of those. I just beam rifle and carbine, but like I said, it was like you walk out of the building and it almost goes straight to the right. cutscene. I like to take something big and heavy because I know there's some ghosts coming up ahead. So I normally take a fuel rod or oh, a okay. rocket launcher. I think there's a human rocket launcher here, isn't there? Yeah, there's a rocket launcher. Yeah, there yeah. is. I grabbed that too. But what I used it, so I grabbed the rocket launcher and then I was like, okay, I'm going to clear out those wraiths. And so I cleared out the wraiths. Oh, I've done that a few times, yeah. But then I jumped down and I realized that there was nowhere to go. <laughs> nowhere to go. Yeah. I walk all the way back up and around. Um, yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird spot to kind of throw a bunch. Of, I guess there there are a lot of brutes here. Um, so maybe maybe they're do, they're doing that a little bit too. Is just saying okay, take whatever you want to get through this area. But I, it almost feels like a spot where you would want to hunker down and like have a couple waves of enemies uh, if it's going to give it, give you all those those weapons. But um, I did. I mean, do do the weapons you have in this mission are they the same weapons you get in the next mission with Arbiter? That's a good question. 
I don't know. Because maybe, maybe they're letting you stock up for his mission. Because mm-hmm. that's a pretty big mission. That is true. We won't talk about. We won't talk about it, but it is a big mission. Yeah. <laughs> so it would make sense for them to give you supplies. Right. Uh, we did miss the terminal. So the terminal is kind of on that first area that we just kind of get into this encampment. It's up top. Um, you can pop in. Um, and it's just one of those little flashing ones on the wall. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. And then the skull is in this armory area. Um, and you need to do like a you need to do like a grenade jump to get high enough or you need to actually kind of move one of the what do you I guess what do you call the big purple things that crates, yeah, the crates I guess <laughs> Covenant yeah, crates. Well, you need to move those over and then do a jump on top here that's the ghost skull is up there um yeah so so really all we do here is then we just kind of clear out the ghosts or uh yeah the, there's a couple of br- roots on ghosts clear out this area and if you have a ghost um at this point you can just kind of cruise through down this um cave area and then trigger the cutscene and you're done <laughs> so i feel like this is one of the fastest walkthroughs we've ever had because this i mean there there's it's a fun mission there there is um there's a lot of different encounters you can take your time if you want but you can really just cruise through this whole thing and there's not really any lore or anything to talk about in it we already know what's going mm-hmm. on, the skir, the great schism mm-hmm. going on, so schism. <laughs> yeah, so the end cut scene um, here is, it's kind of cool, though, because, um, you know, the tri- cutscene triggers, you get a shot of Arbiter, and you see this wraith kind of slowly coming up to you, and then, surprise, it's Urtas. <laughs> Yay. He's like, hey, I remember right. you. <laughs> I remember saying horrible things to right. you at the beginning of this game. Right. But now we're buds. Let's go. Something that I found interesting is that he was... Um, when he was talking about, you know, the Brutes, and he's like, I don't know why the Prophets trusted them. He's still loyal to the Prophets at this point. Only Arbiter really knows that the Prophets made the Brutes do this. Oh, Artas is? Interesting. Well, no... Arbiter. Urtos doesn't know yet. So he's still loyal to the prophets at this right. point. Right. Oh, okay. I gotcha. And Arbiter just doesn't correct him because I still think Arbiter doesn't quite believe mm-hmm. what's going on, but it's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you also see in this cutscene Tartarus and Miranda um, going off into the control room. And then, then that's it. Then you get all the scores that you get. How many scores you got how many people you killed do you guys do any of the time <laughs> runs or do you do any of the the score attack stuff i think i have most uh, of them not right now there's some i don't have um <clears throat> but i I'm i did a couple when we were playing ce but holy shit some of the some of the score the scoring ones are the yeah. hardest you need to play co-op right for those i think so yeah, yeah. you basically need to uh, they're super hard the um the timed runs aren't that bad, but it can get really frustrating when, like, your warthog flips over or just something happens that costs you a couple seconds. But you can just play on easy, right, to get that achievement? Yeah, you can play yeah. on easy, and you can kind of run through everything. Yeah, that's kind of... But is the, um, like, the amount of points you get per kill would scale per um, level, right? So if you're playing normal, yes. you don't get as many so... points per kill? Yeah, you get more points for the multipliers. Gotcha. Yeah, so you get legendary, and then every skull you add on gives okay. you more multiple. So you probably, like, heroic would probably be the sweet spot for that, for those score attack ones? I think so. Yeah. 
It it depends, yeah. It depends on the level as well, because some levels aren't that bad on Legendary. That's true. There are a bunch of guides you can look mm-hmm. at. But they're annoying. <laughs> yeah. The worst is, like, you get 100 points away from the goal, and then you have to play the mission all mm-hmm. over again. Right. There's, like, nobody else yeah. to kill to get that 100 points. Yeah. yeah. Well, you end the mission, and then it gives you the multi- your score with the multiplier. Mm, I see. It's like... Like, urgh. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, any other trivia, fun things to talk about on uh, this mission? There's a couple of bits and pieces. It's kind of like, it's called out that like the ending cutscene is similar to the scene in Star Wars in Return of the Jedi, where Han Solo is confronted with an ATSD and then Chewie jumps out the top of it. Oh, yeah. He thinks okay. it's an enemy. So there's a little bit of a mirror over that where a rate obviously faces up Arbiter and then out pops his buddy. So mm-hmm. there's an element to that. It's an interesting reference they put in, but. um. You can see it. Um, there is a cutscene that was cut from the movie, or the movie, sorry, the game, that uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be at the beginning of this level, and it was supposed to show the brutes actually lining up and killing the elite counselors. Oh. So, which is oh. which is an event that's referenced but never actually shown. Oh yeah, that's what Urtas talks about at the end, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I think that was it in an animation or something somewhere. It might have been in a comic or something might have referenced it. I want to say I saw something, but uh, I'm not sure. Um, you already know about the grunt, and that's pretty. There's pretty much not much else. There's mm-hmm. supposed to be like some weird faces in the caves entrance and oh. cat faces on the exit, but I never noticed them. What? Yeah, it's like a no, weird. No, I never noticed those. It's a either. weird thing. Hmm. Well, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it. that's all I got, guys. Not a whole lot going on this mission. Um, like I said, you run through it pretty fast. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, well, let's do some terminal, I guess. I, I don't think I posted a community question. That's my fault. Um, but let's do terminal, and we'll just, you know, we'll just get at all from this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this terminal actually goes over a lot of stuff we already know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Rafume and 343 again, the two, uh, the couple throughout this entire mission, <laughs> just bickering back and forth. The lovely couple. Uh <laughs> Guilty Spark basically calls him stupid. Yeah, right. He does. <laughs> Multiple like, times. He's really stupid, aren't mm-hmm. you? Um, but basically, he kind of, This has been alluded to in almost every single terminal, but it's basically the um, fact that the Arbiters... It, he's He points out how convenient it is that the Arbiters are always very influential and usually the smarter of the Sangheili race. Mm-hmm. And they're just... You know, they kind of... They just happen to kind of know what's going on and then, of course, become Arbiter and die. So he was just pointing out how convenient it was that every time, you know, a, an elite that kind of knows the in, gets too close to the prophets and figures stuff mm-hmm. out suddenly becomes an Arbiter and then eventually dies. So pointing out that they're eliminating threats right. in the Singheli. And that comes as a shock to Rafume because he's stupid. <laughs> but um, another thing that's kind of casually mentioned is that they need he need that Guilty Spark needs a reclaimer mm, to do anything. Yeah. So we already kind of know that he needs a reclaimer from Halo CE, but this is just another um, another you know hint that we're very yeah. special. A, a reclaimer, we reclaimers are so. We don't special. really know what a reclaimer is at this point. Um, we don't really know for a while. Um, I mean, do we talk about what Reclaimer is at this point or not? Do we just say it's like, I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> I thought we knew in um, Halo C, did we not? 
Did we talk about just, just he the human, just knew, right? Like, that's all you need? Yeah, he. it's just what the... He, that's what he calls the human mm-hmm. race. All of the uh, Forerunner AI call humans as reclaimers. We don't know why we're given that title at this point, but we just know that they need us. They need us to fulfill whatever the rings are supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. Yep. So they, they need us to unlock everything. Yeah. And the Covenant just happened to be killing us all. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, this one, um, this terminal doesn't add a ton. I mean, like you said, we kind of know all this stuff, so I, I wish they would have done something else. There was, there's probably what three or four with three four three and Sessa throughout, yeah. and I feel like the most, the coolest one is the first one, where three four three finds his way onto that mining facility, and it's like, oh, okay, well they're gonna have the conversation now, so that makes sense, right? Um, and a lot of the other stuff I feel could have been done in a short story or a comic book or something like that. But, you know, well, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, everything in this everything in this particular cutscene has been alluded to. This is just the cutscene where they spell mm-hmm. it out for right. you. This is what's going on. This is why the prophets are doing this. This is what the arbiters really are. They're not saviors. They're not actually... They haven't actually done anything wrong. They just threatened the prophets. Right. And the prophets send them to die because of it. Anything to add, mm. David? Not much. It's a simple mission that is mm-hmm. extremely difficult on Legendary. Uh, all the jackal snipers and whatnot. Oh, and true. Berserking brutes. And I have some very bad memories of this mission, as well as the good ones. Because yep. it, it is actually a good mission. I like it a lot. Um, I guess, yeah, that's kind of it. I, 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 as with most of this game, it's some of these missions kind of blur together uh, to me. So, like, I kind of forget sometimes that, like, this isn't the mission where other things happen. I'm like, oh crap, this mission's yeah. over. Like you said, it kind of ends suddenly because I'm blurring it in with the the follow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got two missions left. Ooh. Go. Oh, the best missions. So close. Two of the best missions. So close. Yeah. These next missions are going to give us a lot to talk yes. about. <laughs> yes, indeed. Two missions, and then we move on to. I think we decided we decided Halo Three, right? Halo 3 will be next. Um, And then we'll go with ODST and then on to the other ones. 4 and 5. We're getting there. It's a lot of fun. I've seen a couple people in our um, either Facebook group or Discord Discord chats that are following along on the episode. So thank you um, for for following us. That's kind of why we're doing these these missions. And we're getting to the end. Halo 2 will be fun. Hopefully we'll get it by the end of the (laughs) year. Well, right. That's, yeah. We'll get there. We'll do it. All right, that'll do it for our debriefing of Uprising from Halo 2. On the next episode, we'll be covering High Charity. Send us your thoughts at podcastevolved.gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. Until next time, evolved. 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 Ooh. That was nice.